Write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever want to feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong How are you? Um, I am doing well. How are you doing? I am doing quite well. Also, we have a new loyal fan again. (laughs) Somebody who's given me feedback. (laughs) And he said the same thing as everybody else. He's like, I love it. It literally just sounds like a phone conversation with friends, but then like 40 minutes goes by and like, I don't even realize that 40 minutes has gone by, but I feel like I'm just listening in. Literally, that's what we are doing. That's literally exactly what it is. on a phone call yeah and we are going to be continuing these phone calls yep because you have big news i do have big news i have a big update so anybody that's been listening how long have i been deciding to move where to move or like just to actually like decide the whole time this podcast has existed you've been deciding to move but really you've been wanting to move since the end of 20 whatever the our 2019 lease like summer 2019 remember when you and oh right yeah moved to denver yeah Yeah. guys this has been going on for so long you don't even understand first of all and it's been it's been colorado versus la pretty much my whole life i would say so i actually wanted to go to college in la um did i ever tell you about this story kylie the usc thing okay so usc their admissions thing uh i we know the weird (laughs) things with usc admissions no, no 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 but it's like actually weird USC is like weirdly hard to get into. I don't think people understand. Let me look up their acceptance rate. It's so low, 13%. That's so low. So like, let me look up Georgetown's, for example. Georgetown's is 14.5%. Yeah. So USC is really hard to get into. Mm -hmm. But these numbers are like kind of fucked because you know what's weird and it happened to me and it happened to another girl I know. So I really wanted to go to USC. They have a really good like communications, like liberal arts program. They have a really good art program too. So I actually almost applied to their art program because I knew I was going to get into their art program, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. I applied to their uh, liberal arts school, but if I didn't get in, I was going to apply to the art school, but whatever. So anyways, I applied there and my letter back was like, we're sorry to inform you that you haven't been accepted to the fall 2014 semester but like you are accepted to like spring 2014 and on if you're like if if you want to attend all you have to do is take like remote classes and then you can come in the spring and so I was like what the fuck it was so weird and so I think partially what they might do is take a smaller percentage for the fall so that they can say like our incoming fall class is like xxx you know what i mean yeah no that definitely makes sense so anyways i didn't go to usc but it was, i was like crushed that was like my dream school and what and what do you think about it like what do you think about it now like do you wish you had um, gone i think if I, I this is what i always say if i had gone there i'm sure i would have thrived but i'd be a very different person i think <laughs> And I'm grateful in a sense that I didn't go there. I mean, well, especially now, like, because since you've decided where you're moving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so that's been like on the table for a while. And even before I visited LA, I went a lot of times with my family, with my dad. He always hyped me up moving there. And then obviously I went to school in Illinois, whatever. And I got super into skiing probably in like, I've always been really into it, but college is when I started like making my own money and like traveling alone more often so I could go on more ski trips and stuff, you know, rather than just like once a year with my family. So then I started going skiing a lot. I'm building this up so much. Nobody cares. (laughs) But I just need to explain like how long of a back and forth this has been. 
right, Kylie? What should I do? Right. <laughs> make so then, sorry, I'm being so annoying. No, you're I'm acting as if this is like an announcement. I mean, it is. I don't know what you're saying. Right. So I was really back and forth and it honestly just kind of almost came down to like, honestly, kind of logistics. I had two therapy sessions about this, pretty much about where I should move. And we kind of went through everything and I was like, okay, I kind of want to start my own business, which I've always also been talking about a lot lately. I was like, I kind of want to start my own business. It's like I have my art business. So if I did that full time, I would need more money. But also if I want to stay in PR, California is probably a better place whatever. But then we decided that like, if I was going to be tight on money, I need to consider that. And then I was like, I have family in Colorado now. I don't really have family in LA that pretty much we literally came down with like a list a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. And I was like, I think Denver just sounds like the more, it sounds like the right step at this time. Does that make sense? Yeah. It sounds like the right step. Sounds like the right step at this time. It's a little more affordable. It's a lot more like comfortable for me since I have family there and I go to Colorado so often. It's also closer. Like technically if I wanted to drive it, I could in like a day. It's just like a little more comfortable for me. So guys, I decided officially because I really didn't decide until I decided to apply to an apartment, which is, but I applied for a place and then they got back to me this weekend, sent me a lease and I'm going to sign it tomorrow. So exciting. I know. Kylie's like trying to be happy for me. I mean, of course I'm happy for you. I know. You're such a good friend. And you know what? I also do think that we'll both be out West. It will be kind of fun to visit each other. And I think we will be able to visit each other pretty often. You know, if we want to come skiing, you come to Colorado. I go to Tahoe to see you. I go to LA and go to all the good restaurants. You come to Colorado and we hang out. I think it'll be fun. I think so too. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Guys, I chose Denver. I'm really, really excited. It was, it was, it was a tight race, but you know. And I mean, I don't think the race is over. I think I can (laughs) come out to LA. So eventually, yeah, eventually, Eventually, maybe. I am so excited for you. I know it's going to be stressful. Like moving is stressful. Oh yeah. Moving is definitely stressful. So we shall see. But yeah, my lease starts November 11th. So like a month. Oh my gosh. That's so soon. So soon. But you know what? You're going to feel so good, honestly, just like getting out and just being in a, like not living at home, like living at home can be, I think for a lot of people can feel really good, but it also does have a lot of stress and you almost revert back to like a childhood kind of, not only do your parents have control over you and like, percent, but then also, then you start to regress into like, oh, they cook for me all the time. Oh my God. I literally told my mom, I'm like, I'm recording my podcast. So we're going to have to eat dinner a little bit later tonight. And it, I mean, it can be comforting for a lot of people, but I think for people like you and me who like, they just need to like spread the wings and like oh uh, yeah escape the nest totally it can be a little stifling so I think you'll yeah. feel like so much in a better headspace too totally move. it's just it's funny because like I was really set on moving to LA for a little while like I bought like some LA stuff I my think- sister said she bought a whole wardrobe wait this is funny Megan was pissed mm-hmm. Megan's actually down here Megan yeah Megan bought a whole new quote wardrobe for LA visits. I bought them for my Instagrams and now Jennifer is ruining everything and not moving to LA, but it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, tell me about it, Megan. She's definitely ruining everything right now. Like, ruining everything. She's you know what? You can come and visit me, okay? We yeah. Don't We're going without Jennifer. Yeah. Do you, Megan, do you know that my apartment is like a seven-minute walk to the beach? Oh! Oh, of course. And I know all the great spots in Beverly Hills with like the tree line stuff we can go to. We can go yeah. shopping. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Look, you, we can do you it. You ruined my Instagram feed. 
Oh, Jennifer, you're ruining everything. <laughs> Guest host, Megan. But yeah, I told her, I was like, you can visit Kylie. You'll probably have more fun anyways. Okay, so enough talking about me. I made that way too dramatic. What are your updates? My updates are, I actually do have some, like, a little fun little story updates. So Yes, we love story time. You know, I have been seeing the hockey player. We've been talking, we've been seeing each other for, like, three and a half months now. Okay. Just, like, talking and dating and, like, nothing super defined, nothing super serious. But we do hang out all the time. Like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And we talk all the time, every day, sending each other, like, TikToks and, like, funny memes and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, but I, as I've explained previously, I pretty much see him every day because if I leave his place in the morning, I'm probably going over to his place the next day at night. So I yeah. spend, like, maybe 36 hours apart from him. It's So it's been, it's been going really well. So, you know, we had a conversation and he previously, and he's, like, still working through some stuff with trying to get over his long-term ex-girlfriend and like their relationship and all that stuff because we met pretty soon after they had kind of ended things yeah he was like yeah it's gonna like take me a long time to like get over these emotional stuff and I'm like okay yeah sounds good like let's go at your pace you know of course what am I gonna be so patient so I'm but you know like he's not ready to be committed to anything serious which is like I was like oh it's like you know, and obviously, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to say to that answer? He's like, yeah, he's still really likes me. We hang out all the time. And like, it's not, I mean, technically he says like, you know, he doesn't want to be committed to anyone. And, but it's not that I think he's seeing other people, you know, like actively seeking out other people. Maybe if. No, yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. So I mean, technically he could be seeing other people, but you know, I don't think he's seeking, yeah, he's not, like, on dating apps actively seeking it out or anything like right. that. Right. No, that makes sense. But, and also, we spend literally so much time together, I'm like, when? When would you be seeing other women? Totally. I'm not sure. But I digress. He could very well could be, and he's well within his rights to be doing any of that. You know, so that was how it went. I was like, yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm a little bit bummed, you know. I totally, like, I understand where you come from, where you're coming from, and I don't want to rush you. And, like, I really, I really do like him. And I really, like, he treats me so well and is just so awesome. And we get along on, like, so many weird levels. I'm kind of, like, I'm willing to wait still, you know. Obviously, there's... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going. No. What was, what were you gonna say? My question for you, are you concerned that, like waiting isn't like what if he has major commitment issues in general it could be I mean like do you think waiting is gonna like you know what I mean so I did I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like be annoying I'm just genuinely like no don't apologize for asking good questions (laughs) so what he did say and what we've talked about explicitly many times is that yeah he says that he's like I could definitely see like you being my partner like my future partner I could see us being in like a like potentially in a relationship and if those feelings were to change I wouldn't waste your time so, okay like, okay it's more of a take things slow not okay like, that's good or you know yeah and that's like really good. and like you know and like I've said before like I keep a bunch of stuff at his place I really don't think necessarily that it's like he's entertaining so many women and all my stuff is there that would be kind of yeah put your hair everywhere nice pieces of long black hair everybody else is blonde (laughs) I literally don't even have to try to put my hair everywhere it just is everywhere true yeah so like 
that's kind of that was the thing and I was like we were kind of sit, we were there and like it was it was a really it was a really good like communicative moment and also to your point about on your one of your TikToks that you said that guys say six how, months well not just the six months thing about how which we're referencing how a lot of men won't consider making someone serious until about seeing them for six months but what I'm talking about specifically in that series though was the one where men appreciate if you bring up a conversation. Oh, yeah. yep. and, he, and he told me explicitly, he was like, I really, I'm glad that you like brought this up. Like I'm more than happy to talk about this whenever you want. And he's like, it's, it's hard for me to like bring this up and like be honest and like vulnerable with you about things. So I was like, oh. That's really good. I was like, this is so good. I'm so glad, you know. That's so good. But you know what? Here's the thing. So I like did do some like soul searching while we were cuddling and watching Sunday football after this mm-hmm. conversation happened on Saturday night. But the thing is, is like, honestly, when I'm like, he treats me very well. He makes me very happy. And right now he's- You're not like crying every five seconds? I am not crying every five seconds. Wow. He like literally gives me everything I could want. I mean, obviously I want him to like be emotionally available and there but as far as like our progression of things and go taking things slowly I feel like we're still on on the right trajectory things are going really well and it's slower than maybe I would like but you know what sometimes that's just you got to work with people and I think that this is kind of this is where a lot of like little TikToks and like comments of people specifically women being like oh, three months, like, I'm done if you don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. It's missing nuance. It's missing understanding those kind of comments where it's like, if you don't do this, I'm done. It's like, well, okay, there's, I mean, I understand there's certain things. But it depends on the situation, you know, like, and you don't, here's the thing, you don't want to end up wasting your time on somebody who has no plan of being with you in the future. And there are guys that will lie, as um, as many have experienced, and say that they have a future with you in XXX after they do XXX after I get a new job, after I move, after I'm done with this, whatever it is, but really they're just keeping you around because they don't want to lose you, but they don't actually want to be with you in the future. That's like where I think a lot of that comes from. Totally. I think you have to, you kind of have to figure it out. You have to, it's a case by case thing and whatever people are comfortable with. However, I do think that like there are times and this may be less frequent than having guys that just want to lie and be fuck boys especially when you're younger but I do think that there are certain times where people are like things didn't work out timing didn't work out exactly and yeah people, and like people are kind of like oh I wonder what would have happened kind of like a misconnection kind of some people might regret things which I'm not necessarily a fan of I'm not a fan of dwelling on what could have been because it just wasn't but I do think that there is like there is some nuance and there and I Look, I know I'm going to get a bunch of, like, people always ask me, like, what's new with you guys? Are you guys officially dating? Are you guys officially- no, I get it. And that's so annoying. It's literally so obnoxious. And, like, no, it's so annoying. I'm going to be li- literally, like, he treats me better than your fucking loser-ass boyfriend. So don't even ask me any fucking questions, okay? Not, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Not you. Just uh, Clearly not me. There is a little bit of frustration with that, but like as far oh, as I get it. as far as like what's going on with us, it's good. The thing, Kylie, and this is just a hypothetical. Let's say hypothetically you were insane. Like you're out of your mind. Some of us have been there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not it's saying called, I have like to. being dignitized, whatever you are. Yes. This is what I have said to other people. There is absolutely 
nothing you can say to somebody when they are so into somebody like there's nothing let's say somebody is bugging you like are you guys official or are you not official whatever there's nothing they're gonna say to change your mind regardless like what so somebody's like oh well you should stop seeing him because of xxx you're not going to right i would straight up be sitting on my couch facetiming a friend about how of course i will never speak to so-and-so or blah 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 again as i'm literally waiting for whoever to like pick me up (laughs) oh my god i mean there's nothing you can say to somebody people have to figure it out on their own you're not saying that like i'm not saying that's the case i'm just saying like even it's not always the most productive thing to like hound somebody and ask questions and insert your opinion all the time because there's literally nothing you can say unless it gets to the point where like something's dangerous or horrible or whatnot but like there's no reason to hound somebody on something you can say your opinion like once maybe and you can update them if it changes or something but other than that like they're not gonna listen to you and it's their lesson to figure out and they're never it's their life and it's their lesson like you can't that's why like therapists don't tell people what to do you have to figure it out on your own yeah you're so right there yeah therapists guide people to figure make their own revelate their own revelations totally kylie's like very um emotionally mature and you know you usually have like pretty good taste in guys that like treat you well and whatever blah 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 blah. so i'm not saying like you're being dumb or anything like that but like i know that what i've been dumb there's nothing anybody could have said to me that would have changed anything you know what sometimes you just gotta you just gotta live your life and you just gotta make those mistakes and learn them the hard way yep sometimes it's fun <laughs> in other news the bachelor is the bachelor you're so yes. happy that so the excited. finals are over so that the bachelor, the bachelor can be on did you know they were going to push it back if there was yep. a game seven mm-hmm. yep i, did I was so that. pissed like can, can't they get their priorities straight i literally i know literally I know. tragic um, yeah, so The Bachelor is on tomorrow, but by the time this episode airs, it will have premiered two days ago. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. I already have plans with people too. to go watch it. Yeah, same. I'm really excited. I do like Snapchat updates on The Bachelor. People like them. Yeah, they're funny. They are funny. I might start doing like little TikTok recaps too. We'll see if that works though. But um, no, I'm pumped. I think this season will be, if I'm being honest, I think it'll be okay. It'll be dramatic though, obviously. So that's always exciting. But it ties into our episode this week. We've already talked like a lot, but it ties into our episode because I have experience going through the Bachelor casting process. And Kylie also has experience going through reality TV casting process. Yes, which so, my dad doesn't know about, so haha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that's something that people, like, people always ask me about it. Like, what's it like? Blah, blah, blah. So I feel like this is just kind of like a fun episode for people to listen to if they're ever wondering what it's like behind the scenes, kind of. And I think you should also give some tips and kind of, like, things you've heard outside of yeah. the process. So, like, little, like, hidden nuggets so if people do decide they want to apply mm-hmm. i have some tips and i'm almost like upset to give them away but i don't want to go on reality tv so i'm happy to give them away the casting process i'll focus on the bachelor but i also because of the bachelor have had a bunch of producers hit me up i'm definitely on a list for like other shows and stuff but um so the way that the bachelor started was i had as a lot of people know a very long-term relationship whatever it ended i was really upset didn't even really want to move on honestly i just kind of wanted to be distracted to be quite honest so my friends were like let's nominate you for the bachelor so i'm like okay fine sure whatever nominate me for the bachelor and then my friends nominated me for the bachelor but you know i being so smart and savvy and just going the extra mile was like 
okay, let's figure out their agency they use to cast people, like their casting agency. So I like looked it up, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know how I found this, but it's because it's not going to say on LinkedIn, like I work for The Bachelor or it won't even say I work for ABC. Like they outsource people to do this a lot of times, at least for the first rounds. So I found their casting company that they use and I started looking at their employees on LinkedIn and I found this girl who's in her little description. Again, you won't find this just by like searching on LinkedIn, but her description was like been casting producer for The Bachelor for the past like two years or something like that, whatever. So I was like, cool. So I found her, found her Instagram and then I sent it to my friend who nominated me and I was like, I don't know if you want to do anything with this, but this, this is like a casting producer. And she was like, sweet. So my friend DM'd the casting producer that I found on LinkedIn and was like, hey, I nominated my friend Jennifer. Like she'd be so good for the show, blah, blah, blah. That like expedited the process really quickly because instead of, you know, going through the whole computer thing, there are so many applicants. I know for Matt James season, there were 10,000 applicants. It's a lot. <laughs> so that expedited things really quickly. She was like, okay, great, blah, blah, blah. She like DM'd me on Instagram, got my phone number, sent me a couple emails, basically did like a phone interview with me right away. Um, so it was the girl who that they DM'd directly. And it's funny because I think the producers have different cities that they work with. And this one specifically worked with Chicago people. So it's just like so weird that that worked out. So then she started talking to me. We went through the whole thing. For non-COVID seasons, I know that they have, first you submit, then they reach out to you via email. They ask you some questions via email. Then they'll want to set up a phone interview with you. Then they'll want to do a video chat with you. Then they fly you out to LA. You meet all of the producers in person. You take like I heard you take psychological testing and an STD test, and then they pick who gets cast from there. So it's a really long process, like takes a couple months, and they narrow it down from like 10,000 people to like 30 people. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that that is quite the process. So it's quite the process. What was your interview like? Yeah, so that's actually interesting. I feel like people think it's probably really superficial and whatnot, but it's really not. Um, the casting producers are really nice. That's also kind of like a manipulation thing I think they do the whole season is the producers are your friends pretty much. Um, and they are really actually friends with a lot of the contestants, but they will become your friends so that they can get things out of you. So right away, it's pretty much just like a phone conversation with a friend. Like the original one, I think they just want to see how you talk and you communicate. And they're like, you know, where are you from? What do you do? Blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's pretty much just like seeing if you can converse normally. Yes. Would you be okay to be on television? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so that's that. And then they'll call you again. Usually it's video call. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Then they ask you to make a video. If you get past just like the normal phone interview stage, they ask you to make a video. And in the video, you have to talk about what you're looking for in a partner, why you're ready for marriage. It's literally all about love. Why you're ready for marriage. Wow, what a concept. Um, yeah, like what your past relationships are like. It's all relationship focused. It's nothing like, oh, show us yourself in a bikini or something like that. You know what I mean? And, um, so then they will have you submit your video. After that, it is like a video interview if they want. And then after that, they'll fly you out to LA to like meet everybody. And so after you made your, so you made your video and then what, what happened next? So I made my video. After that, I did have a video interview with producers. I never got flown out to LA, but it's funny because for Matt James season, they reached out to me again and they were like, are you interested in going on the show? And I'm like, oh boy, like my, I have some new content for you guys. <laughs> First of all, my dad died. I had like a kind of a bad love life year, as people know, just all of these things. So I'm like, 
hmm. At first, I was like, not really. But then after some time, I was like, you know what? Never mind. I would love to go on Mad Season. Let's let's talk again. Mm-hmm. So same thing. They had me make a video this season. I know it was super, super catered to wanting to find girls like for Matt. It was different than the last time. The last well, time it was kind of just time- like... They didn't really cast The Bachelor till later, so they yeah. kind of just had to get yeah. So this season, and again, nothing, nothing's under contract, so I can say this stuff. I know that this season, they wanted the girls to be, like, not super social media influencer-y, so I was like, fucking great. So I, like, put my TikTok on private for a hot second. <laughs> I, like, deleted her podcast out of my bio. Did I re-add it? I need to add it again. Yeah, but I kind of tried to go a little more MIA for a hot second. Oh, and... I guess he's um, really into like being like he's really into his faith and stuff. So they wanted the girls to talk about like why they were compatible with somebody who is like rooted in faith. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a religious person, like how you're going to like manage that kind of. So this season was a lot more um, catered to just Matt. And just as like a preview for Matt's season, I guess, like they were saying like he's one of the best guys they've ever gotten oh. for this show. Like, they were, like, he is so great, so genuine. Like, whatever people think about him, he's, like, ten times better. And he seems great. They were, like, he just, like, always is giving back. Like, he's such a good guy. He's so funny. He's so nice. He's so good looking. Like, we are trying to cast, like, the perfect girls for him because we actually want him to, like, meet someone. That's just what he kept saying. Like, I will be The Bachelor as long as I can meet someone. We love that. I know. I love that, too. So, yeah. So, whoever they cast for this season, I'm really interested to see who they cast. Clearly, I did not get casted, but as a lot of people know, I don't really want to go on reality TV. (laughs) I really don't. But they did. I did make it to the final round. So, like, the last, what, 100 people? That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So, I did make it to the final round. But again, like I, it was really quick too. It was in like, this was all, this all happened within two weeks because by the time I texted them after the guy who screwed me over and I texted them within two weeks was when they were making their final decision. So I actually got in like after the deadline kind of. Interesting. Yeah. But you had but already, I already, kind of I already knew them. Pre-approved. Yeah. I already knew them. Mm-hmm. And, and this is good networking skills. Um, I stayed in touch with them. So I have like three of the producers phone numbers and stuff. So I would like text them last season and stuff being like lol i love this episode like this is great like blah 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 so i mean you are just not afraid to put yourself out there and no. like not afraid to just text these producers and i think that's kind of like something a big thing to take away is if you really want to be on one of these shows you really just need to go after it you gotta like stand out because there's so many people oh my god going after this i can't even imagine for how many I was going to say for Matt season. Yeah, especially for Matt season. So yeah, I I did that two weeks later. Yeah, I didn't get cast, which is like totally fine. I literally don't want to go on reality TV. Like I, Kylie knows I have such bad anxiety and I also get kind of self-conscious. Like I don't think reality TV is the place for me. And I don't know if I'd be portrayed the best either. First of all, I love sleeping and I know that they sleep deprive you. Mm. Second of all, I have anxiety as we've talked about. Third of all, I can be confrontational if there is something to confront not in like a mean way not in like a stir the pot way but like let's say a girl was talking about somebody behind their back like I would literally like confront them and be like this is fake this is whatever you know what I mean and that could be edited poorly or it could just make me look bad you know what I mean I think that you have to be very strong very strong character if you want yeah. to make reality television because they are going to roast you people are going to they're ro- going to roast you they're going to take your worst qualities and spin it yeah and even like I made some friends who have been on the bachelor i.e matt donald 
<laughs> from t- t- TikTok. And I asked him, I was like, you know, how was your experience? Whatever. This is like when they were trying to cast me. And he was like, honestly, I'm not sure if most people are happy they went on it. A lot of people are, most people are very unhappy with how they're portrayed, like myself included. Honestly, we should ask him if he wants to be a guest. I mean, honestly, yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Really? So anyways, um, so they can portray you negatively. They can portray you in a way you don't want to be portrayed. I cry so often. I literally cry when I'm scared. I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm nervous, whatever. I would literally be a crybaby, 100%. Yeah. And then people would be like, oh, she's crying to like just to get sympathy. You're exactly. like, I literally yeah. just cry all the time. So there's plenty of things I was worried about. There's plenty of things where I was like, I don't know if I want to go on that show. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my little inside takeaway what would you like recommend to people if they were like interested in this what would be your what's your little elevator pitch what's your like little brief takeaway i would say you have to show them why you are a good content because that's kind of what it comes down to at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like it's an entertaining show and then b you have to convince them that you are seriously ready for marriage and such like that is like the number one thing they talk about in the interviews and things like that so a lot of the girls who want to go on for internet clout or sponsorships and things like that like they really are trying to get away from that at least they say they are so you really have to convince them that you are there for the quote right reasons and sometimes like for example matt he's a great catch like that's not super hard being like oh i would love to date matt that's not really hard But if they haven't announced The Bachelor yet, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. So you have to just be really, you have to be really open with all of that kind of stuff. And you have to either A, actually be ready or B, make it hella convincing that you're, you're there for the quote right reasons definitely yeah that i mean i think that the only thing i think people would be much less interested in my experience interviewing for reality television but i mean i only did two interviews with producers and it was for a show called first dates hotel which they have suspended production on because of covid yeah but basically it's a spin on this first dates television show which is like a European-based show. I think it's a British show that they did also in America. Actually, super funny. One of the girls that I'm friends with from school who lives out here, she was actually on first dates in Chicago. Oh, that's so funny. And basically, she said that they just, like, set her up on a bunch of dates. Like, you just sit and you have conversation and you're all mic'd up and you're with a bunch of other people that are on dates, too. It's all set up. And it was, it's really casual. Um, so this is much, this is not like a whole television show arc and you're on a ton of different episodes. This is nothing like The Bachelor. This is literally like you go, you get set up on a date or two with like people that the producers think you're interested in. So here was my thought process when, so Jen was reached out to initially for this show, but I was like, hey, I'm interested. And so Jen sent me the producer's information and I reached out to the producer, I applied and then they were interested in me. So they were interviewing me. Here's the thing. So basically after I'd spoken to the producer that Jen hooked me up with, I filled out this application and then I um, was reached out for an interview and I was interviewed by a couple different producers. And the reason I like, decided to go for this show was honestly because I the way they sold it was like they are finding you people to date in your own city and I would like they would ask me such like 
deep personal questions, kind of like, what are you into? I mean, obviously they go through some physical stuff. Like, are you into certain like physical traits? And I was like, I mean, I guess if I, so I list some traits or whatever. And then they're like, if you, the interesting question was like, if you could date anyone, like some, like it could be a certain race, it could be a certain religion, it could be a certain, like they're really into a certain hobby or there's something like anything. Like I really would like to date a hockey player, for example, Uh anything, like what would it be? And I was like, well, I'd really like to date someone who owns their own business and is really passionate about that. Yeah. So they ask about lots of fun different questions and I was like literally I mean I'm gonna move to this new city anyway I'm gonna be dating anyway yeah why not just have like I would what go on a couple like a date with some guy that they like found for me and they set me up like they're doing legwork for me what do I care totally yeah they're literally just playing matchmaker and I know that, like, you were talking about how you just don't feel like you're cut out for, like, like you don't really want to be on reality TV. I feel like this is, like, so different from The Bachelor. This is not, oh, yeah. like... The Bachelor's a competition. Right. And they're trying to make it, like, interesting and, like, competition between the girls. And, like, this was... This did not feel like probably anyone would ever know I was on television. You know what I mean? It's almost just, like, a date that happens to get recorded. <laughs> right. That's actually kind of cool. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I would be down for that. But then I got an email that they suspended production. Sad. But you know, I've been spending time with hockey, hockey player. player. So I have not been lonely. I've been, I've been having a good time. So we I love can't, that. I can't complain too much. Can't but complain. I really think that like I gave very honest answers. I was not trying to like lie about myself to quote be on television totally if they were trying to set you up with someone that like like you might as well just give it a shot like why not so true actually that's so true if you have no issue about being on television or anything like that and but what i mean is like you might as well be genuine and give it a genuine shot in trying to make this date work yeah and internally like making sure that you're open to it that's what i meant not necessarily totally go on reality television i like really don't think that's for everyone i think most people no probably would not be about it but totally anyway so that was my little experience so funny and yeah we love it i also i also interviewed for um that show called the circle that's on netflix oh my god no way (laughs) yeah wait did you know that i think so but continue yeah so i interviewed for that and i don't want to get too much into it i also just like didn't even i don't know i didn't care about it too much again i just don't really want to be on reality tv but that wasn't a dating show so i was like more inclined to do that than like the bachelor i think if I were to be picked, because it's not, like, as personal, kind of. It's, like, strictly a competition, but that one was interesting. The producers were definitely not as nice, not as friendly. It was, like, literally just down to business, like, tell us why you'd be on the show. Not even that, though. It was, like, literally tell us why you would be good on TV. Like, they were, like, are you entertaining? Are you enthusiastic? Can you talk? Like, make a video. Show us what you got for TV, specifically. Jesus. So, that was interesting. What the heck? Yeah, but it was, I mean, I kind of appreciated, like, the straightforwardness of it, to be quite honest. I was, like, these people just want TV people, so that's interesting it's just you know depends totally yeah I'm glad that they didn't work out I guess and then we had a neighbor Kylie remember our neighbor Brad Varsity who's on Paradise Hotel for a hot second oh yeah we did have a neighbor on reality tv oh yeah that was so funny yeah so yeah well happy bachelor at season to everybody I'm excited to watch Claire slash Tasha find the loves of their lives oh yeah I forgot that Claire doesn't even make it the whole season 
I know, right? It's crazy. But yeah, I think that's all I have on my experience with reality dating TV show shit. Do you have any questions? Let's see. I don't have a question, but I have a comment. Ooh. <laughs> um, and the comment is from myself in response to a couple DMs that I've gotten. Oh, okay. You know, us ladies get plenty of DMs yes. all the time. And I have to say, boys, if your profile picture is a mirror selfie situation, I will not even look. I wouldn't even consider looking at the message. Absolutely no. You're so funny. Zero percent. Like, no. That's all I have to say. Well, there you have it, boys. <laughs> You're trying to shoot your shot. Absolutely do not have a mirror selfie as your picture like why would you do that jennifer i really the, don't know the mind of men is beyond me Truly. it is beyond me Truly same on me yeah and oh one one final comment as well my sister kaylee has joined the tinder band club wait does she know band what happened from tinder. She yeah know? she had a really inappropriate bio oh she made a joke about something illegal Mm. so yeah but she lasted like two days pretty good i say that's i say that's really very good. good i mean yeah. we, who knows how long we lasted one I think day it was like, basically yeah less than a day <laughs> before getting banned love that so uh yeah tinder if you guys didn't know tinder can ban you really really easily yeah it's like the most exclusive dating app at this point <laughs> yeah like forget raya, raya? raya, on tinder. raya. let's <laughs> If you're on Tinder still, you're clearly unproblematic because apparently I'm problematic. Kylie is, Kaylee is, everybody's banned. So what I know. What the actual hacking heck? What the hacking heck? Um, do you have any questions this week, Kylie? I do not. You know, we got through my questions last week for questions of the week, which if you guys haven't checked out that episode, feel free to check it out. We give some really great, I felt like very yes. sister advice. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I think that is pretty much it for this week. I hope people start submitting questions because I really want to answer them. So like, just please submit them. Yes. And Anything. also please subscribe. Yes. Um, follow us on Spotify and write a review, Apple podcasts, yes. or, you know, check us out on SoundCloud, however you listen. Yep. And I hope Everybody has a great week. Me too. Okay, guys, we will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. I'm going to take the bottle for the guy, yeah. Maybe we can make it if we try, yeah. Lately, I've been looking more inside, yeah. You hit me when you're sipping. You only came for a weekend.